Today on Locked On Rockies, yesterday we talked about Montero and his need to break out and take advantage of his time. What about the veterans? Who are the veteran Colorado Rockies players that need to thrive in 2024? Plus, some lefty arms out of the bullpen to keep your eye on. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Podcast Rockies podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network here for the 22nd day of February in the year 2024. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's usually how my introduction works. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, your Rockies fan extraordinaire. Been bringing you your daily Rockies talk here on the Locked On Podcast Network for almost four seasons now and been following this team my entire life. Today on the show, we're talking veterans. We were talking about uh, prospects and people that need to make an impact yesterday. We are now going to talk about the veteran players. Is it more important that the offensive veterans step up and make up for a lack of starting pitching depth? Or is it on the shoulders of Kyle Freeland and Austin Gomber to shoulder the burden of being the veteran Colorado Rockies players? And uh, we'll dive into all that and more, including uh, some prospects to watch for the bullpen here in segment number three, all on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. And uh, hey, actually, before we get too far into this, looking ahead to tomorrow, I want to know what you Rockies fans are looking forward to this season. I know there's doubts. I know there's concerns. We've done that. We've done that show uh, and we're probably it won't be the last time. But in the comments below on X, let me know what you're looking forward to two for the Rockies and if it's nothing say nothing and why I just need a little bit more I can't get you can't give me usual Rockies crap talk where it's blah 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 I want to know what you're looking forward to or if you really are spurned and looking forward to absolutely nothing from the Colorado Rockies in 2024 let me know and why I, I need I need actual reasons but I'm just going to go ahead and assume the free front office didn't spend enough money. They aren't going to get free agents. They can't pitch. I kind of got the, an idea of what the frustrations might be. But we're, we're, we want to do a positive Friday show. So what you're looking forward to in the, for the Rockies, let me know in the comments below or let me know on X. Um, but... Uh, all right. Uh, also, before we dive into everything today, got to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this, and and it's a topic that we have revisited a few times. But it's interesting when we spend a whole episode focusing on the young guys, the young uh, or a young guy, really. I mean, yesterday's episode was was mostly focused on on Montero and 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 his story. But I think this season really is also a prove-it year for Chris Bryant, especially. I think that this is a big season for Ryan McMahon and, and Brendan Rodgers, two players that really need to that, – that are talented, great baseball players – but need to make their mark on the game, need to make their mark not only on the Rockies, but in baseball. These are some guys that I think that have really strong potentials, really strong factors to their game, really strong areas that they succeed in, but they're not able to make the adjustments in season to really break through and become the great players that we know. I, I just, I think it will be extra frustrating with two players in this, in this vet for the veteran offense. Uh, I, I think the two players that really need to 
dominate 2024 for the Rockies. And this this is an MVP. This is I'm talking hopefully All Star or flirting with All Star or just a a solid contributor to the Colorado Rockies. Someone that is going to make a a impact, change games. These are these are the guys that need to step in and change the game. And uh, I, I really starting at this list is Ryan McMahon. And let's go over the numbers because I think it's easy to also forget that Ryan McMahon doesn't, you know, there's there's a bunch, a bunch of things that you can sit there and say like, ah, you get frustrated by this and this. But then you look at his overall numbers and you sit there and you say, the Rockies would be in a really tough spot without the offense of Ryan McMahon. 555 at-bats last year. He got 133 hits in that time for a batting average of 240. 23 home runs, 80 runs scored, 70 RBI, five stolen bases, and to finish out the rest of the batting line, a 3-2-2 OBP, a slugging of 431, an OPS of 753, with an OPS plus of 93 to finish the season with a WAR of 2.9. Now, that's not terrible. That's not... That's not a bad line, really. I mean, the, the biggest issue, of course, obviously with Ryan McMahon is the fact that he struck out almost 200 times last year, 198 strikeouts, and he has gone up in strikeouts now three seasons in a row. I need to see an adjustment here. I need to see a veteran ball player come out and make an adjustment and uh, and realize that he is it plays the critical role in the middle of this lineup. If Ryan McMahon is conti- going to continue to be in the three through five spot for the Colorado Rockies, I can't have 200 strikeouts. I, 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 and I know strikeouts are part of the game. I know there's players that that have high strikeouts and still high home run totals. But if you're going to strike out 200 times, you got to hit 30 home runs. Got to hit 30 home runs. That that's a that's a minimum. I think if you're going to be a guy that's going to strike out a ton on offense, you got to be a guy that really does big time damage when you do hit. And and Ryan McMahon has that. Ryan McMahon is is the uh it, it kind of embodies that when ryan mcmahon is hot when ryan mcmahon goes on on streaks he is an incredible hitter mixed with the fact that i have nothing bad to say about his defense there's nothing i need to say about ryan mcmahon on the other side of the ball he is an elite third base defender who has made the nolan arenado transition much better i mean it's pretty crazy to go from from that elite level of defense and, and maintain it uh even after that trade i need consistency from ryan mcmahon that's what I'm looking for here. He's 29 this year. He's going to turn 30 after the season. I need a guy that's coming into this moment where it, this is his team. I mean, Ryan McMahon needs to become the face of this team. At least in my opinion, if you're going to, as much as they've bought in the, the success that he's had, maybe he's not as big, an outspoken type of guy. He's not a big beard mountain man like Charlie Blackman, who who has really embodied the, the, the face of the Rockies for so long. But this is a guy that has more. This is a guy that you that you look at a at a at a at a 2.9 war season last year with 70 RBI and 23 home runs. And, and you just can't help but feel like that would be higher. I mean, there were just so many opportunities last year for Ryan McMahon to really break things open and and really be a dominant offensive player. But with those strikeouts, especially in terrible situations, we saw way too many situations with Ryan coming up with runners in scoring position going down on strikes. He the tools are there. The foundation is there. And again, I I'm not saying I'm not saying he's got to be MVP here. But All-Star is something to, 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 to flirt with. This is a guy that has not made an All-Star game yet. 
Ryan McMahon has yet to make an all-star game in his time with the Rockies. And uh, during that time, he's he's never really been able to hit. He hasn't hit above 250 uh, at, at any point in terms of batting average. The OBP has kind of stayed roughly the same, fluctuating of about 10 points here over the last uh, three seasons for Ryan McMahon. The, the, the one thing that you can for sure count on Ryan McMahon, or at least hope that you can count on with Ryan McMahon, is uh, health. This guy has stayed healthy. He has played in 150 games in three-plus seasons now. He played in 141 games in 2019. It is really good to know that that, that Rymac is able to, to take care of himself. He's durable. He stays healthy. And uh, the Rockies are going to need him to. But I, I really think that if we, we need the big breakout year, we need a four-war year from, from, from Ryan McMahon, something like that. And, and I don't necessarily know if it's going to happen this year. I don't think that you can sit and, and count on it, especially. But I think the story is going to get told in the first part of the season. So many stories, so many things are going to, at least the narrative is going to be set up by how the Rockies navigate this really challenging uh, uh, beginning of the season. But this should be the type of challenge for someone like Ryan McMahon that I, that I really hope he steps up and, and, and takes this challenge head on. I, I just think that if Ryan McMahon can cut down on the strikeouts and continue to be an offensive contributor, there should be a chance that he that he's in the running for his first All-Star game. I mean, the Rockies aren't going to have, you know, it's going to be tough for the Rockies to get into the All-Star game outside of, you know, their, their usual delegate. But Ryan McMahon is the type of player that can have that type of campaign. And if, especially if his uh, left side of the infield mate, Ezekiel Tovar, has a strong season too. I think that's going to benefit both of them. I think that's going to bring a lot of confidence. And I do wonder what kind of confidence Ryan McMahon has going into the season with this projected outfield. Let's talk about two more veteran players that uh, need to have strong 2024s for the Colorado Rockies. And uh, we will uh, talk about a couple of uh, bullpen arms or project or prospective bullpen arms here in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about some of the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes Game Time. I love Game Time. I I, I simply, uh, when I'm talking about this, this is something that I use. This is a, a, a service that I like. I, I really like the process of Game Time, and uh, you know, you don't have to worry about so many things when it comes to the ticket buying process. Open the app. Type in the event you want to go to. Look at a map of all the seats available. Not only a map, but you're going to see images of where you're going to sit. Something that is so incredibly important to me. If you're going to go and spend money to go to an event, well, you got to make sure you got a good seat. Game Time's got you covered because not only do they have deals up until an hour after the event starts, they're even going to let you know where you're sitting. And if you have a certain spot of the, uh, the, the stadium or somewhere you like to sit, with Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's code locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can help the show grow. You can do the best thing possible to support the show. Liking the videos, subscribing to the videos, telling your friends all about the Locked On Rockies podcast. Really, really do appreciate all of y'all here. And uh, a reminder, too, if you need more sports action, Locked On Sports Today has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. And I want to start this next uh, segment off with a comment from a listener. Sean Trewartha on uh, uh, YouTube says, I see this as a rotating cast of characters when mentioning first base. One day, uh, day one, we'll see KB at first, Chuck in the DH spot, and Monty on the bench. Totally an option for daily bats in Albuquerque. I think Bud will want to give Monty starts both at first base and DH, especially, to see, especially early to see if he can get that bat worked out. Cutting Monty would be a mistake at this point, but I worry about his glove at first base. I see him being a successful DH after Charlie leaves. As for KB, I would love to see him be an everyday first base. Don't let him touch the outfield grass ever again and let Goodman and Bouchard duke it out. Thank you, Sean. Really appreciate that. And it kind of just continues to paint the complicated picture of Chris Bryant. And we've talked about Chris Bryant on this uh, show a lot this uh, this week and, and lately. But... In the theme of the episode, this 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 probably doesn't apply to anyone more than him. I, I'd argue Ryan McMahon is kind of the veteran player that needs to continue to have strong performances and, and do one where he really impresses. But plain and simple, the fact of the matter is Chris Bryant needs to play 100 games at minimum. And he needs to be impactful. He needs to hit the ball over the wall. The 10 home runs, it was encouraging to see the home run surge a little bit for Chris Bryant. I put I stretched the word surge uh, there, certainly. But we did see Chris Bryant start having a little more thump in the ball towards the end of the season. Be that maybe with consistent playing for the fact that he, that he played, uh, you know, not in August much, but in July and in uh, September, respectively. Uh, Chris Bryant had two home runs in September. He had a couple of home runs in July. So, you know, there's little spurts here. But without the consistency, the Rockies really aren't seeing much. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through all the numbers here. He finished the season kind of on a dud, batting 167, 196, 333. Uh, there he did uh, hit the two home runs drove in eight but 18 I mean there's just nothing we have seen from Chris Bryant yet to knock your socks off to really sit there and say man this guy is a game changer I, I need Chris Bryant not only to stay healthy but I need Chris Bryant to change games I, I that plain and simple you're brought in to do that. You're only 32. You're playing in a hitter-friendly environment. There, there is no bigger prove-it year for Chris Bryant in his career than, than right now. He's got the accolades. He's got that. The, the, the past career is, is all good and dandy, all fine and dandy. The Chicago Cubs World Series champion, Chris Bryant, great. 
But post-Cubs Chris, <laughs> Chris Bryant has yet to prove why he was such a dominant force. Has yet to prove to the Rockies why he was their guy. I, I, I don't think that this is that crazy to say that there, there, there is no player on the Rockies that I need to see more of this year than Chris Bryant. Yes, I can say that, you know, Montero might be up there and in, in, in the same spot, but I, I'm sorry. I am waiting for the elite game breaker guy to be the elite game breaker guy. That has to happen. Plain and simple. We are going to cross over the halfway point of the Chris Bryant experiment this year. We are going, I mean, it, it, it is it is time. Changing, I mean, it, it, this is now another position change for Chris Bryant. This is now the Rockies doing yet another thing to make sure that Chris Bryant stays healthy. And I know the hand, getting hit in the hand was a freak accident last year. Nothing you can do about that. I understand. That is that is a wrinkle and a factor. But this shouldn't be that stiff of a challenge. This shouldn't be that disrespectful to an elite-level ball player like Chris Bryant. I'm sure he says the same thing. I'm sure that he wants to do more, stay healthy, be on the field. But it's pretty crazy that one of the highest-paid players on the Rockies, we're only hoping he's on the field for 100 games? 120 games? That's how much we can confidently say? That's a problem. Mixed in with the fact that if he doesn't perform, you got your money. You might just have to take that. Because I got to see Montero on the field. I got to see Tolia on the field. I got to see Bouchard on the field. I got to see Goodman on the field. We got to see those guys. If the Rockies are not competing, if the Rockies are not in it, I will sit here in July, in August, wondering, and if Chris Bryant continues to not be on the field, continues to not be the game changer, then unfortunately we have to continue to look and and at, with a fine tooth comb and criticize the Chris Bryant deal. I want this to pan out. It was an exciting signing at the time, but I'm sorry, we are well past the prove it moment. There is no doubt in my mind, and and and, and that the Rockies need more from this guy. And here's hoping that he can provide it. Uh, I know that's not really a new take for me on Chris Bryant. I think I'm, I feel like I'm developing into, uh, I don't know if hater is the right word, critic. I just, I just, there's big expectations for a player like that with the money, with the, with the, with the resume and everything coming into your ball club. So it shouldn't be that outlandish for me to feel this way. And in that same vein, it kind of kind of flipping it over as as someone that has been a staunch defender of of this player, Brendan Rodgers, he too also needs to to show that he is the game changer as well. The problem with the Rockies right now, or one of them, I should say, is that they have a lot of guys that have that game changer ability. That's what we're talking about with these three veterans, anyway: Ryan McMahon, Chris Bryant, and Brendan Rodgers. But the consistency has yet to come for any of them, at least for in Brian's situation in a Rockies uniform. Obviously, you can look in the past, and it's worked well for him. I understand that. But I'm talking about with the Rockies. Brendan Rodgers needs to come in and just have a strong season. We don't need the cold start. We don't need the, the warm things up and get things going. I want to see Brendan Rodgers be the top-level draft pick, be this guy that, can, that, that highlights his abilities and skills, be the guy that comes in and 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 makes the impact 
is the guy that the Rockies know that they have. But first step, staying healthy. He played 100, and, 100 games in back-to-back seasons in 21 and 22, but but the injuries continue to be something that, that, that really has gotten in the way of that consistency. But this is a massive year. Massive, massive, massive year for Brendan Rodgers. Not only does he need to stay on the field, but he needs to come in and 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 solidify his spot in the Rockies infield. Because top prospects are knocking. Baseball moves fast, kind of. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing to say. But how the Rockies manage their time, how the Rockies manage their their position players, how the Rockies manage playing time is going to be critical. But when I sit here and when I look at and compare the veteran players, I I, I I am more focused on offense this year than pitching. I am. Going into the season, I know the pitching is going to be what it is. I, I really don't expect much differences from Austin Gomber and Kyle Freeland. I need them to be good enough. I need them to be solid contributors, and I need them to keep the Rockies in ball games. which more often than not, not always, they kept the games close. They kept scores close and tight. But it just felt like so many times last year where if the Rockies were down two, it was over, especially on the road. Change the narrative. Change the road narrative. Lead the way, Rymack, Chris Bryant, Brendan Rodgers. How are they going to be good on the road if those three guys are good on the road? How are they going to change? How are they going to be a dominant home team with those guys dominating Coors Field? Pitching is going to be what it's going to be. And... I still have I still think that Kyle Freeland and Austin Gomber are fine. We have to see about the new faces in here and we have to see who who makes the, uh, the 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 rest of the rotation. But Rocky's success this year is going to be really uh, interwoven with their offense. The negative offensive trends, the Rockies being a league worse offense, the Rockies being a bad offensive team has to end. Full stop. Train, stop. Everything, stop. That's the biggest problem. It's not the pitching. The pitching is 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 certainly a massive problem. But the Rockies have been able to navigate that in the history when their guys on offense step up. And these three guys need to be the guys that dominate the offense this year. And I know you're like, well, Nolan Jones and, and the young guys. I, I get that. I understand that, but they're the young guys and they're continuing to to make adjustments and stuff. These are three veteran ball players in interesting stages of their careers that need to make the most out of this season and help the Rockies win ball games. They need to be the game changers. They need to be the team leaders that we look at them to be and take matters into their own hand and dominate not strike out with the bases loaded on three pitches not just go down and have terrible approaches at the dish i want to see hard-nosed solid professional baseball that you see from the other greats in the games that you see from teams that roll through Coors field the rockies approach on offense especially from these three guys needs to be different and it needs to be better that's the biggest challenge I have for the Rockies. Be better on offense, especially from those three guys. Even with the contributions that Ryan McMahon made last year on offense, I know that there's more there. I know Brendan Rodgers can hit, and Chris Bryan's hit in the past. If those guys hit, 
and that change that changes a lot of things. It changes the narrative. But when your best veteran players have a, aren't breaking the game open, that's a massive problem. Other, I mean, Elise Diaz play defense and keep doing what you're doing. Honestly, I don't think that again. I said this before last year going into the season. Elias Diaz can't be your big offensive threat. That's it's not going to work, and it didn't work. These guys are crucial to how the Rockies uh, are the Rockies' success next year, and how the Rockies manage time and the roster is uh, absolutely crucial as well. Okay, let's take a quick preview here of some lefty prospects as I'm fighting off some hiccups that are just coming at the worst possible time but we are going to talk about that coming up here in segment number three before we do that though got to tell you about some of the folks that help make this show possible and that includes FanDuel get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel America's number one sportsbook NBA action rolling I believe it's getting back going today tomorrow after the all-star break if you want to bet on some saying the new face of the Colorado sports, Nikola Jokic, crazy. Uh, you can check out all the Nuggets betting action available at FanDuel. It's not just the Denver Nuggets you can bet on. You can bet on all your favorite sports, all your favorite teams. And uh, there's a great deal going on right now at FanDuel because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and on all the action with quick bets, live same-game parlays, or fun props. You never know what you might find when it comes to those prop bets. Lots more available on the super easy-to-use FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to shoot your shot. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on for your $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. Hey, some names to keep your eye on here as we get closer and closer to opening day and first pitch at spring. Uh, Joe Rock and Carson Palmquist are making some impressions here. This is from Thomas Harding's Rockies Beat newsletter from earlier this week. Rock, a second-round pick in the 2021 MLB draft out of the wonderful Ohio University. And Palmquist, a third-rounder in 2022 out of the University of Miami, are 23-year-olds who each spent time at AA Hartford last season. The Rockies extended a non-roster invitation to spring training to each of them in order to give them a chance to pitch and spend time in front of Bud Black and the Major League staff. Both help to do well enough here during the minor league season to re receive a call to the majors. Why was I so excited about Joe Rock? Well, I love me some Bobcats. I, myself, a proud Ohio University Bobcat. MAC baseball, really an interesting thing. I mean, there's some good talent that comes from the MAC and in that region. Uh, there is a summer league team in that area as well, the uh, the Copperheads, 
used to do some uh, uh, broadcasting of their games in the summer. So there is some good college ball, and, and it's really great to see. When I saw Joe Rocket drafted, I was like, oh, great, just an OU guy. I think that's really, really cool. But it's been really nice to see as this has gone on. He has continued to impress. He keeps popping back up when it's talking about prospects to watch, when it's talking about arms in the system. Uh, here's a little bit more from what Harding have, had to say. Rock's season at Hartford, 1-10, in 4.5 uh, ERA, was affected by early season shoulder inflammation, but he pitched well when fully healthy, earning a promotion to AAA Albuquerque in September. Importantly, he developed a changeup to add to his solid fastball and swing and miss slider. I tried to attack with my fastball and get to my slider, Rock said. I had to learn how to use my changeup. In college, I never really had to throw it. I have to learn to throw three pitches, and when the right time is to use them. Rock reacted to his innings reduction from 115 and two-thirds innings at High A Spokane and Hartford in, 2020, in 2022 to 92 and two-thirds innings in 23 by becoming a workout fiend, avoiding the drive-through and adding proper beef to a frame listed at six foot six. Starting uh, starting in August, I started off-season workouts and it carried over into this year. I put on 20 pounds of good weight. I'm definitely in a good spot. They want him to be working on those, uh, on that consistency and those pitch mix. And uh, here's what uh, a little bit more on uh, Carson Palmquist. On his pitch mix, which forces ground balls but can also miss bat at the top of the zone, he's got a uh, cutter here. Uh, the cutter that I started throwing this past season was a big jump for me, facing lefties and righties, Palmquist said. Double A showed me how well it works against lefties ahead in the count, behind whatever. I have a four seam that has run and sink on it, depending on which point it comes out in. It's fun to see what it does. Then a circle change, slider, and fastball. Just don't let me settle in, because once I start throwing strikes, it's going to be a long game. I love that, and uh, he's got a weird arm low slot, uh, as, as the Rockies have noticed. Yeah, what, what I take away from this stuff is two exciting guys with multi-pitch mix, left-handed uh, arms that come out of the bullpen. The Rockies need lefties out of the out of there, and I love some deceptive pitching. I love some pitching that's going to make you look like a fool, and the Rockies need a lot more of that. So as you're going through spring, if you're looking for some, uh, some prospect arms to watch, make sure you, uh, you are keeping your eyes on Joe Rock and Carson Palmquist to see if uh, what what their spring looks like, what their minor league season will look like, and uh, we will go from there. We'll see what happens. Lots to, lots to develop, but man, I, I just can't sim I can't not get excited when guys from uh, my alma mater uh, start performing, and especially for my favorite team. So we're we're going to continue to to watch that. But lefty arms out of the pen, you love that, and and it's something that can really help the Rockies build up that bullpen depth as well folks that's going to do for today's episode of locked on rockies thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day we really appreciate that make sure to check us out on your favorite streaming services the locked on rockies youtube channel and while you're at the locked on rockies youtube channel drop a comment let me know what you're looking forward to the most about the colorado rockies here in 2024 uh, for your second listen of the day, go check out Locked On MLB, or if you need more Colorado sports coverage, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs, available for you here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.